as we catch back up with our heroes, Enid, Boot, and Ma, they have been following the packdown trap of the ants who have been dragging away wedding guests. Uh, and um, it's been about a day and a half. Those guys have been uh, chasing after these ants who were not subtle in their track making. They squashed down pretty much all vegetation, uh, swept dirt out of the way, all those things as they dragged and carried people along. There's, uh, you know, you find different uh, dropped bits of um, of clothing. You find it, you know, you find a watch every now and then. Um, you found a letter that said, uh, it was a sealed letter and it said, um, John and Alex Balbier across the front of it. That was at one point a torn piece of a of a fancy coat, pieces of cloth and fabric, flowers, uh, crushed uh, rose petals, things like that have just kind of uh, marked the way. So it's not been difficult to follow where the insects drug all of these wedding guests off to. You have pushed yourselves uh, about a day and a half. You are pushing pretty much on without without sleeping, without stopping. But you cannot catch up to these insects. They also are not sleeping and they are not stopping and they just maintain their pace. And so uh, you may, when you come over a ridge every now and then, see the uh, the party of ants up ahead. But you have not been able to catch up to them yet. You have woven through the forest where you left the um, the the steeple and the stream and all the excitement. Uh, through the woods and you have come to the edge of the forest so you went up over a mountain ridge that's when you saw the ants down below and you've come to the edge of the forest and as you come to the edge of the forest you're looking out beyond into a large pasture and there is right beside the path that was beaten down by the ants a log cabin so this is a one-story log cabin it's got a moss growing on these thick uh these thick oak logs that have been laid up it has a tin roof that surely rattles when it rains there's a a stream that a little babbling brook that flows by crystal clear you can just see right to the bottom and there's little salamanders and things that you see in this very vibrant very uh very alive stream there's uh, dappled sunlight coming through the uh, the canopy. You know, as I said, you've got um, you've got poplars and you've got hickories and you've got oaks and just this beautiful mixed canopy. And you're looking at this quaint little cabin on the edge of the forest. Oh man, thank God! I gotta go to the bathroom so bad. Why you Why you gotta go to the bathroom in the cabin? You're you're, you you can pee standing up. Boop, we've, we've all been pissing in the woods. Why haven't you been? I, I've been peeing in the woods. i got to do the other one. We do that well, in the woods, Don't do too. that in the cabin. Do it in the woods. You're going to stink up the cabin if you go in there. No, I want to relax. Also, I feel like I raised you too much better than just go knocking on random some people's houses and, you know, trying to use number twos in their bathrooms. I didn't even... Man, they don't call it hospitality for nothing. And I'm going to walk up to the cabin and give a go on the door. So as you knock on the door, it goes ahead and swings open. You uh, you realize at this point that the lock has been broken off the inside of this door. So whatever was holding it shut has uh, has given away and the door swings open as you knock on it. 
boot, you can't be just banging on people's doors and breaking it. You don't know your own strength. I'm just going to kind of do one of the, I'm just going to kind of poke my head in, kind of just like keep one of those things where I just lean in. Yeah. So there's, there's natural look, sunlight coming around. in. There's, there's four windows, uh, two on each, the front and the back of the house, and the house is facing to the south. Um, so then then get east and west, you know, morning or evening sun. It's kind of a nice continuous uh, stream of sunlight coming in through the windows. This is a single room. There's a, a, a rug on the floor. It looks like deer skin. It's a, a number of skins that have been kind of sewn together. There's a bed against one wall. It's neatly made up. There's a there's a table over in the center of the room, a table and uh, and uh, two chairs. Um, the table has been flipped over. The chair is pushed backwards and flipped onto the floor. Uh, the dishes that were presumably on the table are on the ground broken. The uh, the rug seems as if it was pulled, uh, as if something was heavy was dragged across it towards the door. And um, yeah, that's that's what you that's what you kind of look at. There's a little little food prep area. Uh, there's uh, some dishes in the sink over there uh, in the in the yeah in the in the in the sink in the wash basin. No bathroom. Uh, there's not a there's not a bathroom uh, inside the cabin though. Dang. Take, take your shit elsewhere. Well, I don't got no choice now, do I? Hey, y'all seeing y'all hey, y'all seeing this in here that I'm seeing? It don't look right, that's for sure. Yeah, some sort of commotion. It looks like there's been a struggle. Can I uh can I go ahead and make me a uh, investigation check? See what I can find. Yeah, sure, go ahead. If I could kind of tell what kind of critters are causing these. Oh, that's going to be a nat 20 from Oh, Ma, you you walk in and start looking around. Ma knows her critters. Exactly. You're looking around. It seems uh, there was definitely a struggle in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was uh, whoever was inside the cabin was taken by force out of the cabin. Um, You know, obviously in the middle in the middle of their meal. And uh, and that's really what you see as you also search around, though, you can see that there are some uh, the rug has been kind of pulled away a bit. And as you kind of go and inspect that you uh, you see underneath the corner of the rug that was pulled back uh, an irregular cut in the uh, in the stone floor. That was uh, that was previously covered by the rug. So uh, you've got, you know, it is a stone floor, but there are there is actually a, a, a split in the stone that does not match up to the normal stone lay that you would expect in this floor. And you're only seeing that because the rug was pulled uh, as uh, something was dragged across it. OK, first thing first, how long ago does it look like they were taken? Uh, can I tell that from this? And does the food still look edible that they were in the middle? Yeah, of the <laughs> man, I was thinking that same thing. I was like, what's that food like, though? Yeah, so it's not a long time ago because it stuff. There's not still nothing that's dusty. You know, this is not. It's not rotten. It's not mildewed. Anything like that. It's still a fairly clean home, other than the mess in the center of the room. There's some bread and uh, sort of looks like some, a soup. The soup is kind of uh, out on the ground and, and wouldn't be all that good, but you really wouldn't be above picking up that bread. If you do pick it up, you're going to find out that it's pretty rock hard. And uh, you would guess from that, it's probably been two or three days. That's fair. But uh, I got I me mean, some jowls and some chompers being, you know, half orc and all. So I'm going to go ahead and chop on some of that bread while I go and check out that stone floor. Okay. Oh, 
you don't know where that's been. It's been right here. Wait. Oh, I, I know Give some of that. Hey, y'all are it's disgusting. hard. Be careful. Oh, my God. Ain't it? I'm hungry. With with your investigation check there, Ma, you um you are able to slide the rug back a bit more, and this is clearly a uh, a false floor that has been set down underneath the rug. It doesn't appear to be locked or anything. There is a, a notch that was uh, carved out in the stone, which looks like a grip piece to pick your put your hand in. And uh, pull the piece backwards and out. Boom. Ain't it. Mm. Get your weapons drawn. Alright. I'm open this door to see if anyone's down right. there. But I don't know if they're going to be hostile. Or if they're going to be a friend. Alright. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to open up the. Uh, open up the stone floor. Okay. So it pulls back. And this is about a. Uh, probably a. Two foot by two foot square, you know, kind of what you would expect for a little trapdoor size to be. You pull it back two foot by two foot square. It's it's lighter than you think. the uh, The stone is sort is is definitely a facade that was meant to match the texture of the other rocks hidden underneath the rug. It comes out pretty easily, and you look down into this two foot by two foot square. You can see the top of a ladder descending down into the darkness, and it's just pitch black. Hey, hey, is there anyone down in there? Hey, we're friends. I, I'm coming down. Don't you be attacking me. Uh, let me see. Do I have any lighting cantrips? I do not. Do I have any objects that can create light? It's, you said it's pretty dark down there, right? Like it is, it is. Yeah, it's pitch black down there. Pitch black down there. Oof. I got a torch. I have cooking utensils. <laughs> I could make a quick campfire and throw it down well, there. I have, a, I have a torch in a tinderbox, so yeah, why don't I just, you like... You use your torch. I don't want to yeah. use mine. Sounds All right. That's, I mean, it's fine. All right. <clears throat> there you go, Mom. Thank you. I'm going to take the torch, and I'm going to go ahead and descend down that ladder. All right. So you descend down the ladder. It's about uh, 10, 11 feet down, so this is a full-size room. It has a dirt floor... Uh, it is dry and cool down here. The first thing you see are some uh, some dried meat that's hanging up uh, from the ceiling. as this cured meat that was uh, set up. You see some shelves that have uh, jars with uh, what looks like food in them. So, um, you know, pears, peaches, things like that, pickled or, or canned Um uh, you see, uh, you see, uh, what was uh, a canning station there? So there's other vegetables and things in, in largely unmarked cans that are stacked up on these shelves. Kind of, kind of some prepping, you know, some uh, getting ready for a, a, a dark time. We'll, we'll keep your investigation check going and just say you, you are, you are doing a very thorough and, and admirable job. You look around and over in the corner of this room, which is about. It's about 10 by 10. It's a fairly small room that you're down in. And um, and you see over in the corner kind of laid out is a uh, almost like a weapons display. There's a chainmail shirt. There's a shield with a, a crest on it. And there's a spear. The, uh, the crest has a, um, it has this sort of purple banner with an, uh, with an elk 
uh, head over top of the banner, and uh, you recognize this as a royal guard uh, outfit from a nearby town, the town of Knox. You also find over there a pouch of gold, and um, and yeah, and some uh, some some travel papers, uh, documents that seem to to let this person uh, come and go from the town of Knox as if they have official business. It's a purple banner with a white stag. Yeah, with on a, with an, uh, with an elk, like uh, yeah, with like a stag's head, with a uh, with uh, you know the big horns and everything. Um, mom, if they ain't nobody down there, get them peaches. Those look real good. Okay. Are those pickled like spice peaches? I'm so close. It sure looks like it. Yeah, you should bring Get that, that turkey too. Oh, I, you know I've already made a sandwich out of the hard bread and the jerky. That's why I call oh. mom's Russian sandwich. <laughs> I haven't been able to take a single bite out of my bread, so why don't you toss some of that meat up for me, please? Why don't you guys come on down here and get your own food? Fine. I, I, I'll stay up here and keep watch just in case someone comes home. Yeah, all right. And is gonna go down there. As you start to move towards the uh, the opening, Enid, the hatch that has come all the way off—it wasn't on hinges. It's been set off to the side. All of a sudden, it flies through the air back into the opening, sealing it shut as it was before. Uh, Ma, you see, you hear a loud bang. The uh, the ceiling is now uh, back as it was before you pulled the trap door out, so you can clearly see where where that pieces fit in. But uh, you have no idea why this was sealed in or how it was sealed in. And all of a sudden, the temperature in the room starts to fall, and you hear a grinding, moaning sound just all around you. Um. Shit. Uh. All right. Um. What do we do? Oh my God! <sighs> uh, we gotta get this thing open. Help! Get, let's get this thing back I got, open. I, I got a hand axe, and I'm just gonna start wailing at the floor. <laughs> okay, you start just, just hacking away. At, yes. at, it is a stone floor, uh, so that's uh, gonna be a, a, a long, a long road to hoe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while they're doing that, I'm gonna go ahead and kind of look around with my torch that I thank goodness took with me down here. Yes. Do I notice? But yeah, it? You're, you're you're looking around. The um, dust is starting to fall from the ceiling, just kind of generally all across. The foundation of this house is shaking. Enid uh, and Boot can can definitely feel it upstairs. The the wailing and grinding uh, just sound is is getting uh, louder and louder. Uh, this wouldn't be Ma's point of reference, but it sounds like a train is coming right at you underground, like a subway train. And you know how uh, how like the subway station will just kind of that that's what this this room is doing and it's getting louder and louder as it approaches uh and if i go up and try and open up the door it's how shut is it can i try to make a strength check and uh yeah yeah you can try to make a strength check all right ma's i think ma's my strongest character okay i got a dirty 20 you got a dirty 20 you start to press the, uh, the, yeah. You're starting to press this uh, passage up and off, uh, off of, off of its, its fit square. And Boot and Enid can kind of see it coming up. And as you're trying to press this thing up and you're fighting, you hear a voice, and it's this um, 
almost sickly sweet woman's voice that sounds deeply familiar and deeply disturbing coming through the north wall. You hear the voice say, Gretchen McCall, it is I, Glacia, daughter of Asmodes. Your debt is due. The veils grow thin. Ambrazul's prison floats to the surface. You will play your part as we agreed. And your uh, torch flickers and goes out. And you are, uh, you are in total darkness. Lassia, you still there? Look, I know we made a deal long ago, but I ain't doing nothing to hurt nobody. You hear a voice that seems much farther away say, You will play your part. So that's what this was all about, huh? Trying to get me alone, vulnerable. I can't trust her at all. I was going to go ahead and try and see if the stone will open up now. That sh- yeah. Yep, it will. Yeah. It, it, li- and- it lifts off quite easily now. You were grabbing it, probably helping out, pull it off. Mom, you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Just. What? That's some hell of a draft. Close that door. Peaches, though? Yeah, what about them meats? I, uh, out of my pockets, I pull out the peaches and the meats. Oh, yeah. You already gathered that stuff up. Okay. Did you uh, take anything else while you were down there, or do you want to go back for a second trip? Is that the idea? And do you want. Any of his, uh, I don't think this, this man's coming back for any of his stuff. I don't know if any. Well, let, let me go down there and look at all that stuff, so. All right. I'm, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, That's good. As you come down, you see what looks like a bronze serpent coiled on the floor in the (laughs) center of the room. And it definitely was not there when Ma went down the first time. You'll see that? Ma, that you, know, you know exactly what this is. Hey, don't touch that. Yeah. Well, it, I'm going to go ahead down there and I'll, I'm going to gather it up. No, I, okay. I'll get it. I'll get it. Ain't I, it I ain't no pussy. Ain't it, I'll kill ain't, it. Don't worry about it. Ain't I, it McCall. Listen to me. Ma knows her critters. All right. I won't touch it, but. What is it? Why are you so afraid of this snake? This I... is this is the copper scourge of uh, of Glasson. So this is uh, like a cat of nine tails, like a whip with multiple heads on it, and woven into the heads are these little—they're um, not diamonds, but they're diamond-shaped little copper beads that are woven into each of the lashes that go into this nasty-looking whip. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pick it up. Do I feel anything like? Yeah. 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 It feels like uh, it feels like the other end of the deal that you made. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Boop. Ain't it? Mm. Before I found you guys, I 
can I get some more food and then we'll go up and talk? Yeah, let's let's go have okay. a talk. Okay. 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 I feel so like I can't just, keep like, this from you anymore. Gather a charcuterie board of crap and then bring it. Up. Oh, nice. <laughs> but it's not going to be arranged real pretty. It's just going to be help yourself. <laughs> I'll take the meat. All right, now I'm ready. Let's talk. All right. <laughs> Before I found you two, I uh, I was I was married. I know you've seen pictures of old Gilbert McCall. Yeah. And, uh, well, one day we were attacked by some critters, some big critters, some werewolves. And, uh, well, Gilbert didn't make it, and I was, I was weak. I was, uh, I was on the verge of also being killed myself. And I asked for help. And, and I got an answer, and I got help. But it wasn't from, it wasn't from the best of people. And now, let's just say they're from the South, but not the good kind. (laughs) You mean like hell? Yeah, I mean like hell. Oh, jeez. And, uh, you know, she made me stronger, and I was able to get, get out of that rut, but... She told me she'd call on me one day when she would need a favor and I would need to pay my debt back. And well, it seems like seems like that time is coming. Thing is, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do nothing to hurt nobody. And if there's a time when it seems like like I I'm being forced to hurt somebody that I don't want to and you guys know I wouldn't want to. If there's something that that I feel like I'm forced to do, I'm gonna need you to stop me no matter what it takes. Uh, uh-uh. I ain't do- no. I need you to I'm, promise. I'm, I'm, it ain't gonna come to that. Well, it, it won't come to that. Why are they calling on you now? Why didn't they do? Why didn't they prevent all this happening from like you know? What? Let them call on me instead. Like I, I I'm not I, putting that burden I, on you. I don't. I don't want you to do that i want you to live out the rest of your years in peace i don't want you i don't want you doing that that ain't fair life isn't fair you know what wasn't fair gilbert got killed and i'm still here well what's not fair is our parents dying and now you doing this too so we don't know what she's going to ask me to do but odds are it's not going to be something good maybe we'll be lucky and i just have to open a door or some something you know some type of simple thing like that but i just well ma you always said you know you dance with the devil you get burned yep i did always say that for a reason well now we know it from experience huh i didn't realize it was anecdotal uh i'm gonna i'm gonna show lift up my like shirt just a little bit and show us a burn scars not i'm not going all the way up good that's actually where i know we're getting it's like i have a like almost like the same scourge that we just found like a, a burnt into my skin you get burnt well 
This is a lot to process. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a little bit disappointed. <laughs> um, I, I I deserve that. I made a wrong choice. I know that. And that's why it's my responsibility to deal with it. I don't well, want you no, two getting involved. Well, it's too bad you shouldn't have made this family if you didn't want us to get involved. So now we're involved. She's that's right. all I gotta say. You guys don't need to Maybe concern. we can, like, um, maybe we could, like, go talk to, like, that devil's manager or something, you know? And, like, you know, we could, I don't know, maybe we can make a new deal. I, I don't think, you don't want to make deals with devils. Trust me. I've, I always like I said, lie. Yeah, or we could get kill it. Burned. We could kill it. Let's and, kill it. Enid, you are one I of the. I bet we could kill it. Enid, you are one of the strongest women I've ever met. I've watched you toss boulders, but oh. I don't think I do not think you have a chance well, on defeating the priestess of hell. Maybe not Enid alone, but all three of us probably could. I mean, you've been training us those whole lives. Well, we could probably get some the part help. where you use, yeah, we, we could get, probably we, put man, up I some flyers, people. get a little army. Yeah, there's think, there's people out there that love you. They would fight for you. There's people out there that love me, but that one's gonna go up against the devil. Oh hell, I bet you they would. I bet you'd be surprised. They got all sorts of books about people going up against devils. You read? Uh, no, I heard about it from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it tells me. I get. I'm. I'm a little bit embarrassed. <clears throat> I'm gonna just grab my bread. <laughs> try try some of the cheese that that yellow cheese with that thing that I also found down there. I don't know what it is, but it's good. Don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. Uh, so not bad. I'm not opposed to you guys. You know, we can maybe go to a library, and Boot can read us a book on how to uh. Uh, how to deal with the well, devils, or maybe we can ask around and find a way to deal with it, but oh, I do not think fighting the devil head-on is the way to do this. I don't but think I, I still have the library card. Enid, you were the one in charge. You're the responsible one of us. That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, I've, I've been having fun sitting here and stuff, but we still trying to get them ants. Yeah. I think we got I mean, bigger fish to fry. Yeah, but what about the ants? They could have well, done this. I mean, they could have tore this place up. What's going to come to me is going to come to me. Boots right. We saw people and folk being taken by them ants. Um, it's our sworn duty to protect people, so we should go and see if we can. All right, well... I mean, we're going to at least try to rest for once a little bit, or? We've already been here for a little while. Why don't we just go ahead and, you know, take a short break and eat up some peaches and meat. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like a good Yeah, so you guys make yourself at home in this cabin and have a nice meal of the canned foods that you find and the dried meat and the peaches. And honestly, it's probably the best meal you guys have had in quite some time. You get to 
unpack the story a bit of Ma and her husband Gilbert and their unfortunate tangle with the werewolves. And, uh, you know, Ma, the, the details of the deal are pretty f- fuzzy in your mind, as is not uncommon for warlocks who, uh, who don't exactly remember all the specifics of what they signed on for. That's, that's not uncommon. But the gist of the story is pretty easy to convey. So you guys have, have some family time together and uh, leave the next morning well rested. You come out of the house and off to your right is the pathway that the ants had, uh, had clearly made and it runs sort of beyond and continues on northward. Uh, and you follow it. You follow it on through the forest and then out into the fields that you saw. And these are beautiful rolling pastures. There's uh, wildflowers. Uh, the, the sun is out. It's 70 72 degrees fahrenheit just beautiful day and uh and life is good and, and again you've got this pasture with uh, about a 10 foot wide stripe of grass that has just been pressed down and it's starting to come back up but it's not hard to see where this grass was pressed down as uh as a large number of, of little feet carrying heavy loads passed across it as you move over the uh the ridge line and down into uh into the lower part of the pasture down near uh where where the the uh the stream was flowing from the cabin you uh you come upon a rather horrific sight as there was definitely a uh, a herd of cattle here at one time and there's still kind of a herd of cattle here the uh the cattle have collapsed and they appear to have been sucked dry they're just uh, skin pulled tight over bone. And uh, there's probably about two dozen cattle spread uh, out across this pasture. And all of them are in essentially the same state. Gretchen feels real guilty about eating beef jerky now. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad we, glad we ate it last night because sure as I'm not going to eat it now. Uh, <laughs> you guys move on by. You know, it's another half day or so until you come to the edge of the pastures and you're uh, heading up into the foothills of the mountains. And as you come to the edge of the pasture, uh, you reach a corner of the uh, of one of the fields that has been divided off with a split rail fence. So there's uh, the pasture that you're in and there's a split rail fence and there's a, a gate that goes out uh, of the pasture into the um, into the forest and the foothills beyond. And in front of the gate, it's got one of those uh, those irregular um, uh, grates that lay on the ground to prevent cattle from walking over. I don't know if you know what, what I'm talking about. You see them a lot in, in, in yeah. farms. Cows won't walk over uh, just these uneven surfaces. So you see them a lot where the trucks go in and out. And so that's 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 where, you know, obviously there's not trucks going in and out here. But the same system of a dugout kind of grate that the cattle are not going to like to walk across. That is um, that is what opens. There's an opening in the fence and this grate is in there. And then in front of that opening is, uh, is just sandy, red, uh, dry dirt. Because this is clearly where the cattle were come to be fed over in this corner of the pasture and lying in that dirt um, right about 10 feet out from the grate is a baby. Is it alive? Uh, roll me a, roll me a uh, perception check. 
All of us? Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah, sure. You guys can all roll a perception check. I'm going to roll this one because I got a lat 20 last time. Dirty 10. It's 10 for boot. That is going to be board. a 13 for Enid. Uh, I got a an 8. All right. Enid, that baby is, is moving a bit. You can see, you can see it. Um, it's not making any sound. You're not hearing any cries, but that baby has life in it. She's running. She's gonna run to the baby. Are you gonna run straight to the baby? Uh-huh. It's following. We're too. running behind her. Yeah. We're, All right, we're you're going running behind her. behind her. All right. So you get close, and this is just a naked baby laying there. And as you get close, it starts to move a bit more uh, frantically. Uh, when I get like within a couple of yards of it, I'm just gonna be like, "It's okay." It's okay. I'm sorry you're naked. Okay. Uh, uh, is it making like any sounds now that I'm kind of like within a couple of yards of it? It's still not making any sounds, but it's it's definitely moving. Um, can I? I want to just go and pick it up, but can I insight check the the random naked baby in the middle? Yeah, of you can insight check the random oh, naked right. baby. Right. I mean, I want to trust the hey, baby, baby because it's so dang cute, but like, I just. It is a trust. super adorable baby. Oh, man. Okay. I got like 15. a cherub. You got a 15. Yeah. As you stop uh, about, you're about, what, 12 feet, 15 feet out from this baby? Yeah. You, how- uh, you, you stop yourself because you just want to go grab that little baby up off the ground. Something about this baby not crying is just not quite right. Um, one of y'all's that's good with like magic stuff. Will you look? I I, I don't know. I, I I'm pretty I'm pretty torn here. I really want to go play with that baby. Can I make me an Arcana check? Uh, uh yeah yeah you can definitely make an Arcana check. Oh, jeez, my arcana. Throw like a rock at it or something. I don't know. Don't throw a rock at no baby. Like a small rock, ain't it? Not like a big one. Andy, what's a five going to tell me? (laughs) Not a thing. This this does not appear. There are no big runes uh, clearly (laughs) laid out in the grass. That's what you get with a five. Boots going to take his longbow. Right, he's gonna take his longbow and he's just gonna try to like poke it like in the leg very him. gently. Ain't it, I'm not gonna hurt him. I'm just trying to if you it's you a baby, you're too? gonna I know, but like if it's just a real baby, you're gonna bruise it. So, so yeah, so you've got your longbow and you're holding it at the very end and you're reaching out and poking it. Is that what's happening here? Like yeah, like doing the head turn thing, like you you poke the baby, and um, its little leg mo- mo- kind of moves and kicks when you poke it. Um, but and again, it's not crying or anything. It's just like it's you you. It's clearly a, a, alive. It is it is clearly moving, um, and it it does not like to be poked. But uh, its activity level has definitely increased. As far as how it's wiggling around and everything on the ground oh uh, from so poking it. All right, I'm gonna go pick up that baby. My maternal. Wait, it's naked. Pick- Can I tell what gender it is? Um, 
um, I don't think you can. It's not, it doesn't. It's not clearly a boy. We'll say. All right. Um. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I think you were going to. I got like. Um, I'll just take because I I wear scale mail. I have like heavy armor on, so I like kind of like pull my shirt out from under my armor and be like, here, Ma, wrap the baby up in that. All right, I'm going to go pick some baby up. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. Enoch, you going to try and get this baby? Yes. All right, swaddle the baby. And I'm going to go ahead and hand Boots' shirt over to Enid. I will do it. All right. Just like the possum. Enid, you you walk up to this baby and you take that swaddle and you grab onto the baby and you pick it up. But the baby doesn't come up and you have a moment of terror about this baby being stuck to the ground. And all of a sudden, the ground around you explodes. And I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Hey guys, it's uh, Snake Willette here. You probably know me from places such as, well, as this podcast. Um, I really enjoy playing Scarf. Jay Lachey and Gretchen McCall. And I know I really enjoy playing with my partners, uh, Maddie Fuller, who plays Amari, who plays Roy, and who plays Enid. Then we've got Dustin Bays, who plays Bert, Boot, and Severe. And then, you know, obviously we couldn't do any of this if we didn't have our wonderful Dr. Andy Rourke as our dungeon master. Our dungeon master with an animal pasture, as I like to say. He's a veterinarian, and I'm sure he's helped a horse somewhere on a pasture, cow pasture. Uh, anyways, thank you guys again so much for giving us a listen. It, it means the world to us. Uh, if you guys like what you are hearing, you know, feel free to share it via word of mouth. You could share us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those things at Bragpod, B R A G P O D. And yeah, just anything. Any type of sharing really means the world to us, too. You know, it kind of helps other people hear about us, helps helps us spread. So if it's something you like and you want other people to hear it, it's nice to do. Unless you're a hipster. I mean, I know I've been a hipster about plenty of things, so, but I grew out of it. <laughs> Thank you guys again so much. And, uh, well, hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. All of us are just Enid. Just Enid. Oh. I knew that baby was going to blow up. No, you didn't. No, you did not. That's why I didn't have no kids of my own. I got a 17. 17. You uh, let go of that baby and dive out of the way just as a half dozen five foot long hairy legs burst out of the sand. <gasps> trying to come together like a um, like a Venus fly trap and grab you. And uh, you are able to dive out the end of that Venus fly trap that's coming together. And that baby is gone. What you see now is this insectoid beak. And that baby, you can see it moving inside the insect's mouth. And you realize that baby is uh, the tongue of that creature that has now exploded out of the ground with these half dozen long tentacles, or um, uh, like, they're like mandibles, they're like these little um, insectoid arms that are reaching out, and there's this sort of chomping mouth 
that's uh that's 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 a good solid three feet wide this is a huge mouth with these tendrils and this black body is kind of similar to an ant's body except it's it's much thicker it's a big round body and uh it's got these tiny little legs that are what had it anchored down into the ground it's broken up into a big thorax section and it's got this even bigger abdomen that was buried and has now come out as the creature has continued to pursue enid with these uh long uh with these long legs that are uh, almost the whole length of its body out in front of it. And they're snatching and grabbing at her. And uh, let's roll initiative. Oh, jeez. That's like some ah! That's like some Tim Burton stuff right there. I swear I saw that on Beetlejuice. Um, <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I'm about to switch dice. A 19. I got a four. You got I've, 19 I, I haven't rolled a single Nate this round. I, yeah, I rolled a two. Or is it? No, Nate's a three. Make that it just three. means Ma's too powerful. Honestly. Yeah. Ma's pretty buff. Ma's 17 strength. Uh, I got a 16. Alright. Alright, so... Enid, uh, as you... Uh, you are able to dive out of the uh, out of the way here, but you are still clearly surprised as this beast just emerges from the ground. This is clearly a sit and wait predator that uh, that is fully set up and ready for action, and you just grab that baby. So um, it is going to spring forward and try to bite you for uh, fourteen to AC. Oh, that hits. It does hit. You uh you do get uh you do get bitten and you are going to take from this bite. Oh, would you say she got bitten by the terrible tooths? I would not. Gosh. I would not say that. You're going to take <laughs> Only uh, you would say that, Nate. Yeah, only you would say that. You're going to take uh 7 piercing damage from this beak. That grabs you, and you're going to take also one point of poison uh, damage from uh, from the saliva of this of this beast. And I need you to make me a strength saving throw. My goodness. Uh, it's going to be a 17. All right, you're able to uh, to push this beak back open and and wriggle out of its jaws, um, and it is your turn. All right, this thing pissed me off. When I get pissed off, I don't use my family heirloom. I use my great axe because I want to hack and slash, and I'm gonna pull out my great axe and I'm gonna just fucking swing. All right. Come on. That is a 17 to hit. That does hit. That is a 8 damage. That's 8 points of damage. Alright, so you smash into the side of this insect's carapace with your axe. Ma, it is your turn. Oh, wait, wait, wait. As of my bonus action, at the end, I would like to rage at the end of my. Oh, you were going. You were just enraged at uh, at the how you were lured in with a beautiful, adorable 
sweet heavenly angelic baby. And you can still see the baby inside the creature's mouth. And it's just flopping around. It looks happy as can be inside. (laughs) It's so adorable. It's super adorable inside its poisonous (laughs) beak. All right. (laughs) I think I need to put someone in timeout. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to reach for. I think first I'm going to reach back instinctively for the scourge. Okay. But then I'm going to have second thoughts because uh, I don't really want to use that. And I'm just going to go ahead and grab my uh, my spell comp- or my spell. Wow, I'm having a brain fart. I can't think of what it's called when you. What is the thing that people my spell focus, okay. which is my uh, my wooden ladle. OK, I'm going to and I'm going to point it right at the beast and I'm going to cast an Eldritch Blast right at it. OK. I feel like when Boot sees Ma grab the ladle, just instinctually winces. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The old wooden spoon. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a 23. Right. That definitely hits. All right. I'm going to go ahead and do... Oh. Is that really... I don't have a plus anything. All right. That's going to be one damage. Okay. Good old Eldritch Blast. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's Ma's turn. All right. Boot, you're up. Boot. All right. He's going to... Um, I think I was poking with a longbow, so the longbow's already in the hand, so he'll just put her in firing position, grab me there an arrow, and just shooting straight. Uh, he likes to, He's going to shoot that thing straight in the ass. Okay. Here you go. Uh, a 10? Does a 10 hit? A 10 does not hit. So it, this is a deceptively quick insectoid. Swing and a miss. Alright, I don't got any bonus action, so that is Boots' turn. I'll All probably right. back up a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step, I, I was like, I'll just move, I'll just take a full movement away. Okay, so you're gonna back up about 25, 30 25 feet. feet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. drop. You drop back, and uh, get a little distance. Away. Yeah. Away from this. From this beast. Enid, the uh, you you have uh, done the most damage here with your axe, and uh, the insect still seems quite fixated on you. Uh, Age is going to jump forward again. Those six uh, hairy legs trying to come together to form like a like a construction digger shovel, you know, that kind of comes together and, and pulls in. So he's, he's trying to grab you and roll you into his mouth, but uh, but he's rather sloppy and you're able to, again, avoid this lunge. It's your turn. I'm just gonna uh, flick him off and then I'm gonna just hack and slash. I'm just really angry. Um, <laughs> That is a 24 to hit. That, that definitely hits. Uh, sweet. So, uh, D12. Oh, D12. Shit, cocked. <laughs> That's really good. It's, uh, base 11, plus 3, plus 2. Uh, e- oh, wow. Uh, e- because I'm enraged. Oh, so, very nice. Sixteen. 16 points damage. All right. I'm going so straight this, for the baby. 
you smack him right in his baby. And, <laughs> yeah, you smack, and, yeah, and, and, and that's when you actually hear the baby make noise. It goes, no, I didn't want that. <laughs> Ain't it, it's a real baby. <laughs> I feel like Enid, uh, hit it with the flat side of her axe, like, and just slapped its ass, like, spanking it. <laughs> Alright, Ma, it's your turn. Alright, Ma's, Ma's not messing around no more. She's gonna go over to, like, try and get, uh, can I try and move to the side of the creature? Yeah. But Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and get over on the side of it, and I'm gonna put my hands together, I'm gonna cast Burning Hands. Alright. So we need you to put make, your make, hands on uh, on the creature's uh, abdomen and thorax, and you cast burning hands. And it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. All right, how dexterous is this insect, you ask? Huh? Natural twenty. Ah, uh, this thing is quick. Does it, it take ducks half? And, uh, and kind of wriggles back into the sand and pulls away from your okay. burning hands. So it'll still take half damage. All right, so it's going to take. So yeah, roll some damage. There. Alright. So I got an 11. So what is that? A 5 or a 6? Yeah, it'd be 5. It ran it it down. Round down. Alright, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This uh, this beast does not uh, does not look happy anymore. Boot, it's your turn. Alright, here we go. Take two. I'm going to do something this time, I swear. Alright, uh, going for an arrow again. This is the baby. Oh, While they're taking their turns, I was testing the wind. I throw a couple of pieces of grass up in the air. <laughs> and I'm going straight for the baby. I'm going to let go. Come on. Hey, let's. Yahtzee. 23? Yeah, that definitely hits. All right. With that, you shoot an arrow into right into its beaky maw, and it sticks into the baby's bum. There's an adorable baby bum <laughs> with an arrow sticking out of it now. Like a clump stupid. And uh, that's going to be three damage. All right. All right. You guys are just bringing the pain with your level one powers. All right. So you... um, Yeah, you... You shoot it right in the baby, uh, and again, and the arrow seems to have lodged into the baby's bum. And with Shut that, up, baby, up. yeah, with that, the little legs uh, that are actually underneath the body of this creature begin digging just frantically back, and you see it kind of it kind of moves forward and moves back as it's been fighting, and now it, it goes down. And you see the front legs are, are very adept at digging. They've got these little paddles, and they're moving this loose dirt uh, that it was hiding in before out of the way very quickly. And this thing is pulling back down under the sand and just jiggling as it goes. And next thing you know, it's only his head and the uh, the the these grabbing uh, arachnoid or uh, in- insectoid legs out of the uh, out of the sand. And then even they go down into the sand and they just jiggle so that the sand is kind of jiggled over top of them. And you get the impression that this thing is uh, right underneath the surface, but that it has attempt to withdraw and hide. Uh, Can I make an attack of opportunity since I was in melee if it was running away or something? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep, you can. And since I ran up next to it, 
and you even said I put my hands on its thorax. Oh, okay, that's fine. You guys can both have an opportunity attacks. Yes. I'm going to use them really far away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm putting my foot down with boots. No. I got uh, a 14. A 14 does hit. I got an 11. 11 does not hit. So, Enid, you get a parting shot as that baby with an arrow uh, in his bum disappears under the sand. I rolled a 7 plus 5 because I'm still enraged. As as it, yeah. You you smash that thing uh, one last time right on top of the head as it disappears under the sand. And you hear the baby go, and it disappears under the sand. But it's my turn now, right? I it guess. is your turn. Yeah, it is your turn. You you don't you don't clearly see a target here. This this beast seems to have gone into hiding, you know, subterranean mode. And it is soft sand, so it's not like it um left a tunnel. It you know, it is it is submerged under the loose sand that you guys are standing on. It'd be careful. Can't well, I don't wanna lose my rage. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like try to um, use my instincts and just use my great axe to just slam at the you're, damn yeah. sand. You're just gonna slam your axe down into the sandy ground where you think the thing should be. Is that the plan? Indeed. Alright, roll me attack roll with disadvantage. Alrighty. <laughs> Ain't it you gonna blunt your blade? Thirteen. That that hits. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. oh. oh yeah. That is an eight. That's like, a <laughs> <laughs> So your your blade comes just thumps down into the sand, and you hear a loud crack, and the whole area convulses one good time, and sand kind of flies up in the air. And then it just, it stops moving. And you, you can feel that your axe is still embedded. Uh, I wanna, I'm, I'm going to try to get it back. I want it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can, you can, you can kind of pull it back. I guess what I'm saying is it's, it is stuck into the carapace. And this, uh, this beast is no longer moving. I think I killed it. You get it? I, I don't know. Y'all want to come double tap it? Mine as well. Yeah. Uh, I'd come over and just kind of like blast an Eldritch Blast into the spot. <laughs> right. Yeah, you can. Sure. Right at my axe, but don't hit my axe or I'll, I'll piss. Get your I'm axe gonna... out of the way. I... Yeah, move your damn axe, ain't it? It's stuck. I'm going to take my bow and put it on the ground and like put my feet on it and then take an arrow and just pull it up and then skoosh. <laughs> And I got an 18. Does that hit? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely hits a dead bug. Uh, and I rolled an 8 for oh, damage. It's 8 more points of damage. <laughs> it is more dead than it was before. Mark. That's right. right. Teach you to mess with my family. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, oh, I'm going to pull my arrow back out of the ground that I just shot into the ground. Put that and then back. I'm going to just, I guess... Ma, you know that critter? <laughs> That's a critter 
creator. I'm not familiar. Well, do I know that creator? Does Ma know that creator? Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, I do not know that creator. Mm. Really? I hate it. There's I something. never want to see one ever again. And Ma's never seen bugs like those big ants before either, right? That's kind of a newer thing, too. Yeah, those these are not your standard issue bugs. Yeah, no, yeah. this is this is not something that Ma has seen before. These are not they're... these are not normal creatures to uh, to your uh, locale or possibly your world. There's something going on with the bugs lately. I'm sure you noticed those ants were a lot bigger than most ants we've seen. Yeah, I, I ain't never seen a an ant bit. that big. And now this what is this? Like... Trapper? Well, I, get, I think we discovered it, guys. And we should take this time to name it. But, but is Baby Trapper, like, you know, scary enough? Because that thing was that thing was terrifying. I think it was the terrifying. baby was cute. The baby was god-awful cute. And was, I feel gross and vulnerable. That's why I, 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 I went after it the way I did. I'll, I'll have to say two-thirds of the babies that I have found abandoned have worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's UT. She means yeah, us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you just um, saying that, Ma. Um, I say that to all the babies I find. Can, can I take like a, a trophy or a souvenir of this weird thing? Because if we tell people... In take town, the baby. They ain't gonna be, I don't. You're I don't not want to take the baby. baby. I'm not taking the baby. That's gonna be like people are just gonna <laughs> what if say we cut off baby the murderer. baby and it grows up into a person though. Oh, you know, because it's a full baby. Wait, the baby's underground. Yeah, it's all dish. under the sand. You, you'd have to excavate whatever you want to have. I just want to get like some of its little fingers. Okay, the that shouldn't face? be too hard to find. Yeah, I yeah. I kind of want the baby. <laughs> well, you can get the baby. No, I'm not going down as a baby. baby murderer. Because if you, well, you, you got like a little dead baby, people are well, going to think it's a real dead baby and not like a weird bug dead let's baby. Look at the, let's take a look at the baby first. Uh, yeah, let's. You can we dig it up a little bit? How yeah, deep sure. is it? You, you guys could. I got, yeah, you, you can definitely dig it up. It's in this loose, sandy soil, so you can kind of dig with your hands pretty easily. And the first thing you find is the black carapace on top of its head and the hooked bill that had grabbed Enid and kind of uh, pinched her. And, um, and yeah, so you're coming down on the top of it, so you can kind of dig around the this beak this hook beak and uh you know you can see the uh, where these where those sort of uh legs that that sprung up sort of the trap legs you can see how they come off the front of the bugs and around the head so to kind of grab, do that whole like scooping into the mouth uh sort of maneuver and so they're kind of laid off to the side so you're able to kind of get between two of those legs and, and sort of excavate the head and the head is about it's probably 16 inches from the base of the skull to the tip of the hooked bill. And, uh, and most of that is, 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 is bill is open maw with a fairly tiny head that attaches to, to the uh, thorax 
right uh, right underneath. And uh, and you're able to what you see is that the the beak doesn't even really fully close. The the front of it kind of comes together in this pinching, uh, grasping kind of uh, kind of hold. And, um, and and so so you're able to just see even in the sides with the mouth closed, you can still see ends to into its mouth. And as you try to dig it out, you're able to, you know, however aggressive you want to be, you could probably pull the 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 mouth open uh, and get a better look in there if you wanted to. Oh yeah, I'm definitely trying to do that. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this is like For a sure. bug dissection piece where you uh you are pulling the top of the mouth. Yeah. back and, and and there's cracking and popping yeah. and inside is this beautiful baby that is not moving at all it's completely still and you see that the baby is run is attached to a big uh, fleshy stalk that runs down the uh insect's um uh gullet into uh into its into its throat and uh Shake the baby a little bit. Hey, yeah, baby. It's, it's, don't it's, shake it. It's this. It's really limp because it doesn't have oh, bones. Like you didn't, you didn't, you couldn't see it because okay. it was sort of inflated and pumped up with uh, hemolymph. But um, but it doesn't have any bones, and so now it's a limp, very limp baby that is still attached mm-hmm. to the throat of the uh, of the insect. All right, well, I'm gonna take my arrow out of its ass. Um, put it back in the quiver and then i'm gonna take i got a i got a dagger so i'll just take my dagger and i'm gonna not i'm not gonna cut it off the baby off but i'm gonna like try and get as much of the tongue with it so tongue and baby yeah and then you can uh, reach back you can reach back into the throat and probably get a good two feet of tongue plus plus the baby oh are you just gonna carry that around with you I wasn't going to carry it. I was going to, like, tie it to my bag or something. I, um, I'm going to try to collect, like, the most... Not, do that. not the most interesting, because that's already been claimed, but the most, um, like, unique thing about this creature, this critter, so that when I try to ask around about it they'll be like oh i know what that is because i realize if i take one of the little fingers people be like that just belong to a spider you liar yeah the the fingers do look like the spider fingers they've got kind of these little hooks at the end i mean i guess you could try to take its head but again this thing is 16 inches long and probably a foot thick of of heavy carapace and now it now its baby tongue has been cut out Ma's going to sit back and question her parenting skills. She wants her children pick apart this baby and this dead bug. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm going to take one of the little, I'm going to take one of the little feet thingy. Because I I know there's probably going to be an expert Spider-Man in town. What's that motion, Ma? I don't know what that means. Oh, I, I just had a twitch real quick. Oh, all right. Your arthritis but, uh, asking up again, Mo? Your arthritis. Yes, kind of gets going. My, my arthritis. Uh, rheumatoid. Rheumatoid. Yeah. Arthritis. Um, but, yeah, so Arthur. I'm going to take some of the feet, and I'll just take it to an expert. 
because right. giant spiders are pretty commonplace, so I imagine they'll be able to be like, those aren't normal spider feet. Yeah, definitely. All right, so you're able to uh, separate at the joint, uh, you know, when you, when you kind of apply the pr uh, correct lateral pressure, you're able to pop that joint fairly easily. Kind of like a crab leg, you know? Oh, when delicious. you uh, when you twist it just the right way and it kind of pops out of there, that's, uh, yeah, at the joint, ah, that's, that's what we're talking about. That's satisfying. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, you guys are definitely feeling this is very rewarding. And uh, Ma, how are you feeling? Um, I mean, I'm still a little bit worried because I watched my, you know, my, my daughter got bit. Uh, I'm a little grossed out at how they're treating this this dead animal, but you know what? I'm gonna wrap it. I'm gonna I leave. Some, I, I you some wrap it up. Yeah. Are you, you gonna swaddle it like we were originally? Swaddle it in its own tongue. Well, no, I'm gonna. Well, I'll, yeah, I like wrap the tongue around it like a cord, you know, like you do with your controllers <laughs> back in the day. Just like wrap it around it, and then I'm gonna take it and just like. Pig in a blanket style, roll it up in that shirt that I gave Ma earlier to swaddle it anyways. Then I'll just stuff it down in the bag. <laughs> I ain't a real baby. Y'all stop looking at me like I'm some weird... It's, it's a I know. Tongue. I'm just trying to tongue. anticipate what people are going to think when you unravel that, like, in town. I, I, they ain't going to see nothing. They ain't gonna, it's gonna stay in my bag, and then when the weird it? guy, you're not taking it. Are you gonna, are you gonna stuff it and mount it? I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, but now I might. I wasn't thinking about it, but now, now that well, the idea is in my head, I, I, it's gonna be hard to get it out. That's gonna go in your room, and it's gonna scare away all the ladies you bring back. I swear to God, it's gonna be hilarious. So Ooh, I, what? I. I will not have any baby tongues, stuffed baby tongues in our trailer. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, like when we go to watch, like, you know, the <laughs> shows and stuff, you know, maybe, or like when we take the bus, you know, maybe they're like in the front or something, you know, make it. Because, just, you oh, it's try asleep. to cheat it's the asleep, system you know? with having a stuffed baby around? <laughs> hey, man, the system's as cheat as it is, all right? You can't <laughs> cheat something that's already cheap. You know what I'm saying? I'm but the system gonna... in and of itself is cheating. I mean, to I'm be just, fair, I'm just to... <laughs> if we take it to a local restaurant, I guess a lot of the times they let children under two eat free. So if you take the baby, it could eat for free. And then, <laughs> and then you'll hey, eat this the baby meal. Loves mozzarella sticks. Loves mozzarella sticks. You know? <clears throat> hey, this baby's like some jalapeno poppers, please. <laughs> Put that on the baby's bill. A baby's All got right. spicy taste. Yeah. All of a sudden, Boots not so crazy, is he? All right, now. Nah. <laughs> I feel bad. Get out of here. I'm getting hungry. So, yeah. All I got is this. As you, as you guys I... take your hideous trophies and and leave across the cattle gate, <laughs> out of the uh out of the pasture with the suck dry cattle and the baby lure, uh, <laughs> you. You guys, uh, you enter into uh, back into the forest at the uh, at the foothills of the mountains. Boy, howdy! What will those three get into next time? Well, I guess you're just gonna have to listen and find out. Thank you guys again so much for listening to the Blue Ridge Adventurers Guild podcast. 
It means the world to us, and we really enjoy making it, and we hope you enjoy it as much as, you know, as, and have as much fun as we do. Our next episodes will be coming out in two weeks. Our live video version will be coming out Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern on October 31st. So if you're not too spooked and frightened and you want something a little more fantasy to get your day started, give us a try. Give us a listen. Prop up with your favorite bowl of cereal. Mmm, I like Captain Crunch. Can I say that? I don't know the laws yet. Anyways, our audio version of that will be coming out that following Monday. So that's November 2nd. So you can find that on Podbean, on Apple, on Spotify. Guys, if you like what you're hearing, if you enjoy it, feel free to give us a listen. Please give us a review on iTunes, on Spotify. Give us a share, you know, at BragPod, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on any of those social medias. It, it really means the world to us, you know, and... And it's nice to just be growing in the community. Uh, we have a couple of shout outs to some really good podcast friends of ours. Uh, the first one is very D&D related. If you like the whole world building, the character building, all that kind of stuff, uh, check out Be a Better Bard podcast. Uh, it's a couple of friends of ours. Uh, and, and they take, you know, kind of tropes and characters and everyday things and find ways to make them into characters uh the first episode i believe is about knights uh my favorite is the princes episode where i learned a lot about uh aladdin and did you know did you know aladdin had two genies yeah that's a spoiler um the other podcast that i'd like to mention is the bearded ones uh it's a local comedian friends of ours that's jason underwood and evan harris almost said harris and evan Jason Underwood and Evan Harris, uh, they do kind of a pop culture references and games. Uh, right now in October, they're doing kind of like their more horror month. Uh, they've got a lot of spooky, scary themed, you know, 1970s, 80s slasher film heroes as stand-up comedians. Did I say slasher film heroes? I meant villains. They're a lot of fun. Give them a listen. Give them a chance. Check them out. Guys... Thank you again so much. It means the world to us, and keep bragging.